0: Well, praise God. Praise the Lord. Amen? Amen. Amen. God is good, and God is good all the time. All the time He is good. So, I was thinking this morning, um, you guys must have done something really bad. No, I'm serious, because, see, Pastor Jesse heard that I was coming to speak today, So he got his wife and he got out of town. (laughs) So, yeah, you guys are going to get it now. (laughs) Bless the Lord. You know, I I feel uh, very privileged uh, to stand before you this morning to just speak about what the Lord put on my heart and um, what he has for you this morning. And I believe God wants to speak to us today. He wants to speak to us in a very tangible, intimate, and powerful way. And I'll get to that in a minute. First, I, uh, I want Danielle to cue up this video. See, see, Pastor Jesse said to me, I kid you not, this is what he said. He said, if it will make you feel more comfortable up here speaking, maybe what you should do is like sing the sermon. Right? That's what he said. I'm not kidding you not. He said that. So I thought, "Yeah, yeah, I could sing the sermon, you know. But I try to envision what it would sound like if I really sang the sermon, right? And uh, I don't know if I had the confidence to sing the sermon. So uh, I found a video, and I thought if I had sung the sermon, this is what it probably would have been like. So you just watch this for a minute.
1: Amen. Second Samuel chapter 19. Some people who want it all, I don't want nothing at all. It ain't a you, Jesus. I ain't got a you, Jesus. Come on. Some people want diamond rings. But everything means nothing. Don't act like you won't know it. Come on. Some people want it all. Just point and say, if it ain't a you, Jesus. I ain't got a you. Sometimes when I get in a situation, you know, if God is love and I'm a worshiper, I need a good love song to let God know how much I love Him. And of all love music is of God, then sometimes I just tell the Lord, always and forever, each moment with you. Come on, y'all know it's just like a dream. that somehow came true. I know tomorrow will still be the same. But all you need is a flashlight right now, come on. Because we've got that won't ever change. Lift your hands and say, every day, every. Love me your own special way melt all my heart away with a smile i remember one time i backslid i backslid i, I quit going to church i wasn't thinking about you i got tired of all the hypocrites in church so i said i'm gonna stay home watch tv but then remember my mama say boy you got to go to church i right, okay i'm gonna go back and i I'm going to go and sit way in the back I'm going to come and get a word And I'm going to leave Oh man, but when I got in The praise was good Worship was good The word was good I couldn't think of a song to make me You know, make that work So I just told the Lord I was a fool to ever leave your side Me minus you It's such a lonely ride that breakup we had has made me lonesome and sad i realize i love you and i want you back hey hey second samuel chapter 19. i'm just glad to be saved i'm just glad to be saved i'm sometimes not truth of the matter aren't you surprised sometimes you in church and having fun. I, I told the Lord the other day, never would have thought in a million years I would be here. Amen.
0: I'm sure you guys can see me singing that so, sermon this morning. But he got more confidence than I do. <laughs> Speaking of confidence, guess what I'm going to speak about this morning? Self confidence. Amen. How many people need some self confidence <laughs> today? Oh, wow, we got a lot of confident people in here. <laughs> so I only see a few people raise their hands. We're only confident huh? Oh, you know, I was thinking uh, something the other day, and I, I thought I'd ask the question. So is it just me, or is this world a really messed up place? It is a really messed up place. I mean, seriously, some crazy stuff is happening today, really crazy stuff. And I'm still trying to wrap my head through it. You know, what is going on? Like, what is going on in society today? Why don't we stop and think? This world is a messed up place. I mean, have you been on social media lately? Anybody? Have you been on social media? Yeah? People who don't know it? So that thing, you go online and then you just talk to people, talk, 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 and you socialize. Well, the world's gone crazy on these social media networking platforms. We're just so occupied posting things, like the post office. You know, we post this and we post that and we post the other and... We're running out of stamps to post things because we're posting so many things. Whatever happened to post-it notes? You know? That's what we used to use in the old days. We, we just write on something and we post it on the fridge or we post it on a board. Now they're posting things all over the place. You can't even keep track of what they're posting. You ask your kids, you know, where they found out about something, And they tell you, I saw it on Reddit. And you're like, what? What do you mean you saw it on Reddit? So did you see it or did you read it? And they look at you funny and then said, I said, I saw it on Reddit. And then you go, oh my gosh, this child done lost his mind. What in the world is going on? We're going crazy today. Now we're talking like babies, you know. Whenever you see a baby and you go, coochie, coochie, goo, 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 you know. Now adults, we're like Googling this, and we're Googling that, and we're Googling everybody. You Googling? I'm Googling? Everybody's Googling. Googling, Google, 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 Google. you know. We've got all these baby talks going on. The next thing I know... We're trying to follow little birds on the internet, now we're tweeting, tweet, 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 everything. Tweet, 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 you know? Well, I'm so Tweedledee, I might as well be Tweedledum, because I don't know what's going on in this Twitter universe. It's just so wild. Our kids just going crazy. We're all going crazy. Now we're snapping at each other, and we're snapping this, and we're snapping that, and we're snapping the other while we're chatting. We snap, 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 snap. You see, every 15 seconds, I can send you a new photo of myself in case you forgot what I looked like 16 seconds ago. <laughs> click, click. Are we snapping away like crazy? Long ago when you snap at somebody, they think, oh, wow, what did I do? You know, you are freaking out on me. Now snapping is a good thing. But our phones and our tablets, they become like extensions of our bodies, you know. You got a phone attached here and a tablet attached there, and we just can't get away from the things anymore. You know what a tablet is, by the way? Tablet is a pill. Anybody know that? Tablet? It's a pill, right? It's like a drug. And your cell phone, well that's like a cell. So guess what I'm going. You keep taking more pills, more drugs, guess where you end up? In the cell. Now you can't get out. You're trapped. You are trapped in this cell because of your drug, tablet, habit. What in the world is going on? I mean, this is messed up. But this is the world we're living today. I was wondering if I'm going to go here, but I'm going to go here. Today we got two people running for president. And the only ones that think they should win is themselves. Because nobody else wants them to win. You know? When did this happen? It's just crazy. This past summer there was a craze going on. And people were running around, running around like crazy. And I saw a kid and I said, hey, what are you doing? And he said, Pokemon, go. I said, what? And he said, Pokemon, go. You know? And I said, kid, didn't your mother teach you no habits? You don't poke people and run away. That's not just... That's just a right. <laughs> you know? But he's Pokemon Go, and people are falling into manholes and people are getting robbed because they are so busy catching things and hitting things and imaginary stuff here and there. Swell done going crazy. Well you would think with all this social networking all the social media, that we would be a more caring, a more loving, a more understanding people, but instead, we become more self-absorbed, more attention-seeking. Self-gratification is now our main drive. Self-glorification is our main display. This is what we're doing. While qualities, like self-esteem, self-worth, self-control, are in steep decline. Self-indulgement, everybody, has taken over. You like that picture? She's just boasting with self-confidence. And everybody's looking at my shirt right now. Everybody's thinking, oh, wow, you are one proud guy. My shirt says, I can't wait till tomorrow because I get better looking every day. (laughs) Well, that's besides the point. (laughs) You see, the reason I'm wearing this shirt is because I love my wife. I love you, babe. She bought this shirt for me. And she came home and she said, Would you wear this shirt? And I said, uh, Okay, yeah. Because this is not me at all. Like zero. I'll tell you something else about this shirt. The first time I put the shirt on, somebody said to me, "Oh, wow, you are really arrogant." <laughs> yeah. But he didn't know why I was wearing the shirt. That I'm wearing the shirt because I love my wife. Because every time I wear the shirt, my wife smiles. She knows I love her. I don't have to wear the shirt anyway, but. I wore my confidence shirt to make a point today. You see, I know every time I wear this shirt that somebody is going to look at me and say, you are one arrogant guy. And it's not going to affect me anyway. Just like the first time it didn't affect me. Because I'm confident in who I am and this shirt really does not identify who I am. Sure, it's just a statement for my wife. But what I'm saying to you today is to take care not to get wrapped up or entangled by the world. The key here is to set self aside, because that's what's causing the whole problem self. Myself, yourself, himself, herself, themselves, everybody's self is causing the problem today. And we need to know what to do with it. So, where do we go from here? Well, Let's take a look at self, confidence. We've got three p- components to go through. Self we just talked about, we've got confidence, and we got Christ. Because this statement says self-confidence with Christ. And you can see the guy, he's strong and powerful. He looks more confident than when I was that age. So let's define self. And Mike, you can probably take me down a bit because I'm probably going to be talking a little louder. So I went to define self and all the stuff that I got on self, I said, oh my gosh, what did you get yourself into? Have you ever looked at the word self in a dictionary? Anybody look at the word self before? There is a lot of stuff in there, some confusing stuff. It gets into sociology and psychology and phenomenology, and I was like, oh my gosh. No wonder we're so crazy. Because it's even hard to define ourselves. So I looked for the simplest explanation that I can find, and this is what I come up with. Self, a person's essential being that distinguishes them from others, especially considered as the object of introspection or reflective action. So you, your innermost being, who you are, what makes you you, basically is self. So let's take a look at that. Attributes of self. You got the I, me, my mentality. What's good for me comes first before others, internalizes, protective of one's own being, seeks gratification. That's what self is. Let's move on, because we talked about self for a while, and we see how messed up the, word is, the world is getting with self. So we move on to confidence. Confidence: the feeling or belief that one can rely on one on someone or something of firm trust. Second meaning, a feeling of belief that you can do something well or succeed at something. So what does self-confidence look like? Or lack of self-confidence, rather. If you don't have self-confidence, this is where you are. Discouragement. You're down. It's the, I can't, I'm not, I won't be able personality. Low self-esteem. And you see right there, we got a thing saying confidence booster shot. Let's get into medication here. So you know when you were a kid, you got vaccinated, and then sometime later on, you got to have a booster shot, you know? So I thought we should get some booster shots this morning. Some confidence Booster shots. Anybody hear me? Anybody need a confidence booster shot this morning? Oh, yeah. Anybody low? Anybody low? Right? I can take one. But you know something? Sometimes we, we forget when we get something, right? So you know, as babies, when they were in the hospital or wherever they got their first shot, where did they get it? Anybody know? Oops, somebody said it. Where did they get it? on the bomb <laughs> I bet you if you get a booster shot on the bomb you will not forget it on the bomb so let's get some booster shots this morning first booster shot Luke twelve seven. it says indeed the very hairs on your head are all numbered don't be afraid you are worth more than many sparrows. You are worth more than many sparrows. And in caption it says, "I have five dollars that says you won't give me a shot, and, I'll we, and we'll, and uh, sorry, and we'll sweep this little matter under the rug." Anybody don't want a shot this morning? You got five bucks? No, no. Well, I tried. We could have swept the matter under the rug. Well, let's move on. We're going to continue from where we left off, Self, low self-esteem. Now, i got to tell you something about myself, by the way. And We have pushed with time. Somebody said, when this guy came up, you guys said, oh my gosh, this guy's from the Caribbean. We're in for a three-hour sermon today. <laughs> <laughs> no, you'll be fine. It's only going to be two hours. <laughs> your tough time. Oh, praise the Lord. Got time. You know, but let's not kid ourselves, folks. We need some confidence. This is some serious stuff. We need some confidence. If we are to operate as Christ wants us to operate, we got to get some booster shots. Whether you want it in the bomb or the arm, that's up to you. But we need some confidence. I'll tell you something about myself. When I was, when I was small and going to school, my friends uh, they said to me, Oh, you got a big nose. I kid you not. That's what they said. You got a big nose. Now, everybody's looking at my nose right now and saying, well, your nose ain't that big, you know. And the confident person in the room is saying, well, if you think you got a big nose, you should see my nose. My nose is bigger than your nose, you know. But I'll tell you something. One day I looked at myself in the mirror and I said, I wonder how you would look if you had a smaller nose. So I did this. And I said, oh my gosh, you look like Gonzo the Muppet. (laughs) You leave your nose alone. God give you that nose for a reason. That nose suits your face, you know. I looked at my friends the next time he got a big nose and I said, yeah, and? You know what they said to me? Anybody guess? Nothing. That's what they said to me. Nothing. You know? Confidence. But that wasn't me. That was, that was God, you know, working in me that day. But confidence. Let's continue. Let's check our confidence levels. Anybody's confidence level went up after that first booster shot? Anybody? No. Nope. Somebody said No. Don't worry, we got more coming. Where are you on the confidence meter? Are you fair? Are you building confidence? Are you steady? Are you strong? Are you invincible? I hope to God you're not invincible. Because if you think you're invincible, boy, are you in trouble? My God help you, you're in trouble. Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. Don't be invincible. Uh uh-uh. uh. That's a lie of the enemy right there. You're not invincible. The only invincible person we have is God. But with Him, He makes us strong. That's what we are. We're strong, but we're not invincible. Lack of self confidence, inability to perform. Here's the part I want you to pay attention to. Self-assassination. Hello. This is the most dangerous part of lacking confidence. Self-assassination. And the enemy wants you to do this to yourself. This is how it goes. It feels like the weight of yourself has been keeping you down. The burden feels like it's too much to carry. You're in a constant struggle. You want to run away. But you can't escape yourself. Despair sets in and self takes over. It begins to fill your head with thoughts none of which will help you. None. Before you know it, you become engulfed with self-defeating, and destructive thoughts. Self-assassination. I pray to God that we can get through when things come like this. But we're going to need His help to do it, because none of us are strong on our own. None of us are strong on our own to get through when that comes. Do you believe that? None of us are strong on our own. I believe that God wants you to hear that today, that none of us are strong on our own. The purpose of the enemy is to separate, divide, and conquer. And if you ever feel yourself alone, and that's going through your head, I want you to run and find the nearest person that's confident. And you pray. You pray with them. Because if you stay in a room where this is going on, it's not going to look good. Let's talk about some things that destroys or hinder confidence. We got ignorance or lack of knowledge. We got doubt, fear, negativity, shame, mistrust, jealousy, insecurity, pride, and one of the worst things belittling look at this the caption reads you can't do anything right what you need is confidence you see that how's that supposed to give anybody confidence? that's belittling you pushing somebody down and you saying that you should be high up, but I'm stepping on you. How are you supposed to rise? That doesn't help. If you find that going on, run, get away from it. Let's look at some common misconceptions about confidence. The first one, confidence comes from within. You either have it or you don't. How many people believe that today? You either have confidence or you don't have confidence. No, nobody believes that. Why? Because we all know confidence is something that builds. Something, confidence is something that you have to uh, work on. Exactly. Exactly. We're not born with confidence. If we were born with confidence, when our parents said, okay, I'm letting you go now. You walk. We would have started walking because we would have confidence. But what happened? We just went, Because hmm? we weren't born with confidence. Something that you have to build. I remember one of my, my twins Kagan is a twin. He might not like me for saying this. Yeah Because now he's making his own identity, right? So But he's a twin. And I remember that he was walking, and his brother Isaac, two weeks after he started walking, his brother Isaac, he wouldn't walk, you know? And I knew he could walk. I knew it. I said to him one day, I said, You are gonna walk for me today. Kid you not, that's what I said to him. Today, you are gonna walk. So I put him in the center of the room and I let go of his hand and I moved back and he went whoop. And I said, Uh uh-uh. uh. I picked him back up and I said, Come to daddy. And he went whoop. I said, Uh uh-uh. uh. I said, Isaac. You can do it," said. "Come on, come on," and he went whoop. Then he went whoop, and then he. "Mm." I like no, no, no. Come on. Would you believe that that very day he was not only walking, but he was moving. He lacked confidence because I knew he can do it. Did I push him? No, I encouraged him. You try to figure out, well, how long it would have taken him to walk if I didn't encourage him. Who knows? you know? But what I know is that that day I built some confidence in him. And he decided to step out with that confidence that I built in him. That's what we got to do with each other. I said that's what we gotta do with each other. Yeah. We gotta start building confidence yeah. in each other. We need confidence. Another misconception. Confidence is loud. Everybody knows when you walk into a room. You know anybody like that? You walk, you know, they come into the room and they're like, you know everybody knows confidence isn't loud some of the most confident people are quiet people cuz you know why they're confident in themselves to know they don't need to make a statement was was christ loud no He wasn't loud. The crowds following following him were loud, you know, because they were like, oh, I got to meet this person with confidence, you know. They were loud. Christ wasn't loud. Another one, a confident person doesn't fail. Anybody know any confident people that failed recently Or, or in history? I know a ton of confidence people, confident people that failed, you know. I think I'm confident. I've failed many, many times. Well, this is what it is. Confidence comes not from always being right, but not fearing to be wrong. Come on now. That's where it comes from. When you are not afraid to be wrong, you step out. That's where confidence comes from. Oh, get your bombs ready, everybody. Not a confidence booster shot coming up. I wonder what this one's going to say. (laughs) I told you, get your bombs ready. That's what I said. (laughs) Psalm 139, 13 and 14, it says, For you created my innermost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearful and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. I know that full well. If you made that person that I think looks beautiful and you made me, I must be beautiful. Because your works are wonderfully, beautifully, fearfully made. I know that very well. What does confidence plus self look like? Well, I tap into my abilities. I believe in my talents. I believe myself. I can do anything I set my mind to. Philippians 4 13. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. What? Last time I checked, not scripture wasn't about self-confidence. But lots of people use it for self-confidence. We'll revisit that scripture late, later on. Anything I could jump over canyons. I can fly. I believe I can fly. I believe I can touch the sky. Yeah, that guy in the video was better. Keep calm and trust yourself. That's what self confidence says. Keep calm and trust in yourself. Can we see a pattern here? Can anybody see it? Where is Christ in all this? Somebody said, nowhere. I didn't see Christ in all that. I see a lot of self. Hello. Mm-hmm. I said I see a lot of self. Yeah. That's what got us here in the first place. Self. Well, when we allow ourselves to be caught up by the definitions and patterns of this world, we become self Come on now. Come on, church. You gotta you gotta work with me here. You gotta I'm feeling like I'm alone right now. My self-confidence is kind of going down. You gotta help raise me up. Okay? You can do it Oh Praise the Lord. Yeah. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Amen. If you're quiet, I I still preach to the church. When we allow ourselves to be caught up by the definitions and patterns of this world, we become self-confident. And self is capitalized. Because that's the first thing that happens. Self. What we are now doing is going it alone. That's what that looks like. Somebody who is not confident in their own skin. Let's take a look at that. Have you been trying to get past an issue that's troubling you or troubling your soul? You say, I've tried everything. Nothing is working for me. I can't do it by myself. Anybody? Yep, yeah. me too. That's the issue. You've been trying to do it by yourself. Yeah. Your selfishness. That's the problem right there. Yourself. Yeah. This is what you need. It's time to start doing it by Jesus. Yeah. Come on now, church. Come on. I, I don't think you're hearing me today. It's time to start doing it by Jesus. Because when you're doing it by Jesus, your confidence looks different. Mm-hmm. Yep, your confidence looks way different when you're doing it by Jesus. I want to show you something. So that's a filter. And self is like muddy water. Everybody say muddy water. Muddy water. There's a thing called reverse osmosis. Anybody know what that is? Reverse osmosis. You know, I'm getting all scientifically on here. You know, it's like Ugh, reverse <laughs> osmosis. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. In simple terms, reverse osmosis is putting pressure on one side of something to push something through the other side to filter it through. It Doesn't flow freely. So yourself is like muddy water, it just can't get through that filter freely. The filter, the membrane, is Jesus. The filtration process is Jesus. When you apply the word of God, Somebody say amen. Amen. When you apply the word of God to yourself, what happens? Somebody said it. Pressure. Pressure. Oh yeah, now we're getting somewhere. Pressure. Mm -hmm. Now we see what happened. Purified, freely flowing on the other side. As we applied pressure to self. The applied word of God helped us get through that filtration, which is Jesus. And you see what happened, the little particles, they stay on the one side, and clean water flows through the other side. Because now we're going through Jesus. Hallelujah. Look at this. John seven thirty seven and 38, it says, On the last day, on the last and greatest day, however, on the fe- of the festival, Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, Let anyone who is thirsty come and drink who believes in me. As the scripture said, rivers of living water will flow from within them. Rivers of living water will flow, flow, as the scripture said, if you believe in me. That's what's going to happen. Filtration Pressure freely flowing. That's what we got when we make Jesus the filter. Oh wow, you're gonna love me now. Boom. Confidence booster. Praise the Lord. Confidence booster. Jeremiah twenty nine, eleven. It says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Come on. Hallelujah. (laughs) Plans to prosper you. Plans to give you a future. Plans not to harm you, but to help you. Look at that smiling child. Just about to get that booster shot. Praise the Lord. Most of them aren't smiling after the shot. (laughs) But praise God. Let's go back to that scripture. Philippians 4.13 I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Let's re-examine that scripture. We should interpret it as because I am walking in his word, he allows me to draw from his strength to accomplish the tasks set before me. Amen. Yes. See, now, now the eye is not in front. Now you think about it differently. Because it's like, oh, I'm dependent on the Lord to draw his strength so I can do what I need to do. Yes. Right? Right? That's what it looks like. <laughs> I won't want to be that little kid, but with the Lord, all things are possible. Somebody say amen. Amen. <laughs> amen. amen. If we have spent the time building confidence through Jesus, the only thing we can, or haven't rather, the only thing we can be confident of with self is that sooner or later it will fail us. And at that time, we shouldn't expect that we will be equipped to handle it. We shouldn't expect it. Look at this guy. Have you been finding it hard to accomplish tasks lately? Doesn't seem like anything is going right. Have you lost focus? Can't seem to concentrate? Have you been beating up yourself over it? Are you starting to question who are you in Christ? Does it seem like God is far away? Well, what have you done about it? Are you still trusting yourself? I'll tell you a little something. This past Tuesday night, I was beating up on myself. I was just trying to fight through some things because I was trying to write this sermon. I was trying to write one sermon when God was giving me another. I knew what I wanted to speak on but God was showing me what he needed me to say. Every time I went to write something down it would steer in another direction. Every time. I couldn't bring myself together and this is why. I had two stressful days very stressful days at work. That day and the day before. And I was all wrapped up in the stress. I just couldn't seem to focus. And God was trying to tell me something, and I was trying to tell God something. Yeah. Myself got in the way. Yeah. I said, Myself got in the way. Remember that was Tuesday night. At 4:17 Wednesday morning I awoke from a dream. And this sermon was flowing through my mind. It was like... I felt like God was laying the words on my heart and I needed to write it down. But my mind said, don't worry about it. You're tired, go back to sleep. You'll remember it later. Guess what? There goes myself again. Self will get you every time, if you allow it, every time. At that time, I heard this Holy Spirit saying to me. If you want to write the sermon that you want then you could wait till later when you feel like it. But my sermon has to be written now. 4.17 in the morning. And the Holy Spirit said, it has to be written now when I have given you clarity of thought. Somebody say amen. 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 Clarity yeah. of thought. That's when it came to me. She said the word inspired. Holy Spirit. I'll tell you something about myself. I haven't shared it a lot. Only with a few people. But God speaks to me in dreams. Somebody say amen. It happens. We got it in the Bible. It happens. It still happens today. And I'll tell you quickly what my dream was. I dreamt that I was in this big hall, this big banquet hall, and there were lots of food around. And I had some people behind me and they couldn't access the food. Like we weren't allowed to touch the food. And that angered my spirit. Because it was so unfair. They had plenty, we had nothing. And I tell you, something just rose up in me in that dream And I just started running through that room. I tell you, I was turning over tables and I was grabbing food and tossing it behind me like I was a crazy person. You know, I could have been a 400 pound gorilla. You know, I was like, tossing it all over the place. People were gathering food all behind me. And I kept running back and forth, running back and forth. And then, my dream jumped to something else. And I found myself along a road. A long dirt road. And I was spreading this white stuff on the road. This white fluff, almost looked like cotton. I have no idea what this thing was but I was just spreading it all over this road and somebody else was with me. God hasn't revealed to me who it was yet, but I know it'll come because he also gives me the interpretation of my dreams. And we strung the string along this road and it was like a guide and we followed the string. And then my dream jumped again, and it went back to the room, and I was a hundred, four hundred pound gorilla walking like crazy, spreading this, you know, this food all around. I did that for a bit, then I jumped back in the other. Anybody have dreams like that, where they leave a dream and they, they have another dream, and then they go back to the, the first dream? Okay, so it's not just me. This is not a dream, it's a message. It's a message. So I went back to the other dream, and guess what happened? Now I was coming back in the other direction with the same person, and we were picking up grain from the road. Just picking up grain. It's like oats or wheat or whatever it was. We were just picking it up, you know? And we did that for a while, went back to my other dream, i 400-pound gorilla again, and then I woke up. And I find often when God's speaking to me or spoke to me in a dream, I wake up from the dream. I don't get up later on. I wake up from the dream. And I felt so emboldened when I got up that I said, it could have only been God that was speaking to me. Because right away, that boldness, that confidence, that fulfillment was instilled while I was dreaming and I got clarity of thought and I started, I got out of bed and you know when I, when I want to get out of bed in a hurry, when I'm tired of being in bed I just do like this with the covers and I just I just get out of bed. My wife laughs at me every time I do it, you know. But that's when I said, Troy you gotta bring yourself into subjection. Get out of the bed. Get out. Bring yourself into subjection. So I got out and I started writing, 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 writing. And here we are today. Now I'm confident to know when God speaks to me. Because it happens periodically like that. So I know when God's speaking to me. By the way, I should tell you that I got confirmation because it didn't take long to show up. Confirmation that God was speaking to me in my dream. I'll tell you like this every single morning since that morning, God has given me a scripture. On confidence. Every single morning. You see my cell here? I use it as a different drug. You know? Because I've got a Bible verse that comes up every single morning when I awake. And that's the first thing I do. I read what that scripture says. And every single morning, God's given me a verse on confidence that was sent. So I know he was speaking to me. This is what we got to remember. This is what I was wrapped up in myself about and couldn't get through. It says in Isaiah 55, 8 to 9, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither my ways, neither your ways rather, my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Because mm-hmm. <clears throat> God broke through the muddiness that was going on. And I got clarity of thought. Church, we have got to let go of ourselves and grab on to Jesus. So He is the source of our strength. 2 Corinthians 12 Verse 9, it says, But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore I will boast all the more gladly about my weakness so that Christ's power may rest on me. We need to come to the point of repentance where we admit that for too long we've been doing it on our own. But it's time to turn to Him. I say it's time to turn to Him. Amen. I think I'm losing you now. Come on. Give me a few more minutes. My two hours ain't up yet. <laughs> oh, I'm playing with you. John 3.30 It says, He must increase, but I must decrease. There is no other way. There's no other way. There is no other way. No other way to do it. That's the only way it's going to happen. Look at confidence. This is some attributes of confidence. It's present, yet not dominant. It's not dominant. It projects seeks to build others. It is positive and avoids negativity. It avoids self-promotion, bragging. Confidence don't brag. I'll show you what bragging is. Bragging comes from a lack of self-confidence and a desire for external approval. Conversely, genuine modesty is a characteristic of someone who is confident and secure with who they are. People who brag are calling attention to themselves because they do not feel worthy of respect. It's like wearing a sign that says, please notice me and tell me that I'm special. That's what bragging is. It's not confidence. It's a sign of weakness. It's a sign that they need to latch on to Jesus to build themselves up, to clean themselves, to get through that filter. That's what it's a sign of. Lastly, confidence is humble when accepting compliments from others. You're humble. You're not like, oh yeah, I knew that, you know? Well, it's about time you recognize that, you know? Not confidence, Uh uh-uh, not confidence. Actions that build confidence. Okay, here we go. Now we're in confidence building. We're almost at the end. Speak positively into the lives of others. Proverbs sixteen twenty four. it says, Pleasant words are as a honeycomb, sweet to the soul and health to the bones. Pleasant words. That's starting to build confidence. Giving recognition to the contribution of others, no matter how small it was. You recognize what they did. You're starting to build and promote confidence. Assisting someone with a task instead of just doing it yourself. The old proverb says, Give a man a fish and you'll feed him for a day. Teach a man to fish you feed him for a lifetime. When someone is seeking your help, you don't say, oh, I'll do it for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're, not teaching them. Yeah. you're not teaching them anything. The only thing you're saying to them is you can't do it, yeah. so I will do it. Yeah. That's not going to build their confidence. The next time they need to do something, guess what? Could you give me a hand? and they know you're going, they're going to step aside and you're actually going to be doing it, yes. right? You need to go and latch on to the person and said, I will show you how. Yes. Let me help you do it. Yes. Exactly. That's going to help them. Seeking knowledge, understanding, and wisdom. It says in Proverbs 2.6, For the Lord gives wisdom from His mouth, comes knowledge and understanding. How many people know knowledge, wisdom, and understanding is three different things? Let's deal with knowledge. Knowledge is getting information, gathering. Knowledge serves you no purpose if you don't use it or if you don't know how to use it that's where understanding comes in understanding is the under, is the recognition or realizing realization of the knowledge if you don't have understanding what are you going to do with the knowledge hmm wisdom is the smart use of knowledge. Using it wisely. If you know there's fish in the Kootenai Lake, anybody fish in the Kootenai Lake? Okay. we have some fun with this one. I fished in the Kootenai Lake, I hardly caught anything. I know there's fish in the Kootenai Lake. But I don't understand how to get the fish out of the lake. There are other people that know. I, I haven't figured that out yet. It's a secret, apparently. because Nobody's telling Troy what to do. Wisdom is knowing when Praise the Lord. (laughs) Wisdom is finding another source of fish. (laughs) Wisdom is knowing when to cast your rod and how deep to cast your rod and what to put on your rod to attract the fish that you know is in the lake. But now you understand how to do it if you got that wisdom. Sooner or later, somebody's going to give me the understanding. Because <laughs> I'd like me some fish. <laughs> Last on confidence. Spend lots of time with confident people. Yeah. Lots of time. Confidence builds confidence. Lack of confidence promotes lack of confidence. So I'm begging you, if you have a lack of confidence, and you are going to a confident person to spend some time with them, listen to what they have to say. And don't keep saying, I can't, I don't know how, you know, I'm not able to... Listen. Because if you keep going to that confident person, sooner or later that confident person is going to think, well, this person has no confidence. They're going to pull me down. Right? Well, I want to build them up. So you got to listen. That's what happens when we go to Jesus. We got to listen. Listen. We got to listen to what he has to say. And we got to leave ourselves behind and listen to what he has to say so we can get some confidence. Mind you, Jesus is not like people because he said he'll never leave you nor forsake you. You've never seen the righteous forsaken or sinners begging bread. Let's take a look at Christ. We're wrapping up. Who is he? The son of God. But who is he to us? Anybody? Anybody want to say? Our savior. Our savior. Bread, of Bread, life. Bread of life, redeemer. Wonderful counselor. Healer. Healer. Almighty, God. Healer. Almighty God. Best friend. Best friend. Prince of Peace, comforter. Teacher, Comforter, provider. provider. You see where we're going with this? Our everything. Our everything. Look at this. The way, the truth, and the life, John 14, <laughs> 1-7. The Good Shepherd, John 10, 14-15. The Giver of Life, John 10, 10. Our help in times of trouble. Psalm 121, 1 to 3. Our help in times of trouble. When you're in trouble, you don't stay in a room. You run to Jesus. Because that's your help. He's our strength. Our healer. Exodus 15:26. Our light and salvation. Now who are we in him? Cuz this is who he is to us. How do we see ourselves in Jesus? His children. His children. Anybody else? Okay, let's move on. Children of God. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. John 1:12. a, cre- a new creation. The Bible says, I'm a new creation, I'm a brand new man, the old things have passed away, I'm born again. More than a conqueror, that's who I am. Yes. Uh... Second Corinthians five, sixteen and seventeen. If anybody wants these scriptures, just let me know. I'll help you out. Because we need confidence. We're one with him. 1 Corinthians 6 and 17. We are no longer slaves. No longer slaves. Who the Son of Man sets free is free indeed. Amen? More than conquerors. Romans 8, 35 and 39. We got three more slides to go and we're... All done. Oh, confidence booster. I almost missed it. Anybody needs a confidence booster? Come on, anybody needs another confidence booster? I know I need another confidence booster. I'm standing here in front of you all and you all want to go home. I need some more confidence to finish this message before everybody leaves the room. <laughs> Praise the Lord. You know, I want to tell you something. When God wants to do something, the devil will do whatever he can to disrupt it. Whatever he can, he'll do to disrupt it. If he wants to Create instrument problems and sound problems in church this morning, then he'll do that because we had it this morning. Yeah. If he wants to wake you up late and you don't get to church in time, he'll do that. You know, whatever he thinks he can do to disrupt what God has in store for you, he'll do it. You got to remember that. So give me a few more minutes praise the Lord I'm from the Caribbean I could take three hours of service <laughs> I guess I'm confident in myself to say that <laughs> okay Isaiah 41 10 it says so do not fear for I am with you do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. Do you see another pattern here? I asked you if you saw another a pattern earlier. Pattern itself. you see another pattern in all this? Our confidence is in Christ. I say it again. Our confidence is in Christ. Everybody say in Christ. In Christ. That's where our confidence lies. The world could depend on Twitter and, you know, Pokemon and all this kind of stuff. But our confidence is in Christ. That's where we have our identity. Look at a, a header now. It says confidence through Christ. Amen. Yeah. We started off the message saying self-confidence with Christ. Yeah. I want to tell you today, there's no self-confidence with Christ. There's only confidence Amen. through Christ. Amen. Jesus is confidence. He lives, he moves with, he breathes, he exudes confidence, or it flows through him, rivers of living water. "Do not fear," he says, "For I am with you," Isaiah 41:10. "Be strong and courageous," Joshua 1:9. "I will rescue you," Psalm 91:14 and 16. "I will give you rest." Matthew eleven twenty eight to 30. I'm going to close off now. And here's what I want to leave you with this morning. If you don't remember anything else about this message, remember this. We've been putting self in front of the confidence. What we need to do is put the confidence in front of ourselves. Yeah. I don't think you hear me. Mm-hmm. I said, "What we need to do is put the confidence in front of ourselves. Yeah. Christ is the yeah. confidence. Amen. Put him in front. Yeah. "Hello. Yeah. Put him in front. Yeah. Don't put self in front. Put Christ in front. All of a sudden things start looking differently now. Very differently. Then and only then can we stand strong in the power of his might. Not ourselves. His might. If we have Christ in front, the confidence. Christ is calling us to become confident selves. Not self-confident. But confident selves. In other words, we've got to bring ourselves into subjection and submit to Christ so we can become a confident people effective in our walk with Him. I'll say that again. We've got to bring ourselves into subjection And submit to Christ so we can become a confident people, effective in our walk with Him. Because when we're self confident, we are not effective. Not at all. Our confidence is Christ, Christ needs to be in front of self, not behind. This is how it looks. That's how it looks when we put the confidence in front. If Christ is our mirror, when we look at ourselves, we see the might, the power, the strength coming back on us. This is what we see. We don't see this. Yeah. We see that. Because yeah. that's where our strength lies. Amen. Let's mirror Christ. Yeah. Let's mirror Christ. I yeah. yeah. yeah, say it one more time. Let's mirror Christ. Amen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll call the worship team up. we're just going to sing one song Christ or cornerstone and folks I want to say to you that if you've been having a problem with confidence an issue with confidence God wants to bring that confidence to you today. All you got to do is put him in front and take a step back. If you've been going through a hard time and you think things aren't going your way and you don't know what to do, And you're crying, Lord, I cannot do it by myself. I want to say to you today to let go of self and grab on to Jesus.